guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to change the way the world eats. Guys, today is Monday. Happy Monday, everyone. It's um, holiday week for some. Um, if you are into Christmas, if you're, uh, if in your culture, Christmas is a thing you celebrate. You know, in my culture, I'm originally from Russia. We have Christmas, but it's on January 7th because of Orthodox Christian calendar. We have different dates. And also in my culture in Russia, people don't really celebrate Christmas that much. Uh, we celebrate New Year more. And um, the point of this Christmas talk is not just to uh, wish you Merry Christmas. Um, it's also about habits eating habits and lifestyle habits. On social media everywhere, and probably on all of the podcasts, you're going to hear quite a lot about how to stay consistent through the holidays. And you know what was mind-changing moment for me around holidays and healthy eating, healthy lifestyle behaviors around holidays? Mind-changing moment for me was when I started traveling, And I realized that holidays is a very artificially constructed cultural concept. And so we worry about how to stay consistent uh, over the holidays, let's say over the Christmas week, with your eating habits. But think about that. If you were to move to another culture, like say you move to United Emirates, Arabic Emirates, like I lived there, and they don't celebrate Christmas. And like right now they do because there are a lot of foreigners in some parts, right? Not everywhere. So they don't celebrate. They don't have this holiday. They're not Christians. And so people do not have problems maintaining their healthy eating, healthy lifestyle habits around the time. They might have difficulties at other times when they have their own cultural celebrations. But what it means is your struggle with your eating habits over holidays, it's all about environment. Like your body doesn't change over Christmas or your willpower or your skills of that you developed around healthy eating and healthy lifestyle. They do not change. What changes is the environment around you, social pressure, uh, what you are kind of nudged into thinking about, right? All these celebratory dinners or uh, breakfast, lunches, um, going out to uh, or eating out with your families or going to houses of your friends and families, right? It's all very uh, artificially, culturally constructed concept. And you personally, you don't actually have any problems with eating around holidays. Your skills, again, the skills that you've developed over the course of your life, they do not change. What changes is the environment, the exposure of your brain to more uh, eating stimulus in a way of talking about it, planning it, being exposed more to food and abundance of food, right? A little bit more maybe social pressure, like if your mom invited you for Christmas dinner and she cooked this amazing dinner, you know, with a lot of dishes and dessert, um, and of course she wants you to try everything, right? And that's probably the hardest situation to walk around. But again, back to the point, realize that it's the environment, the cultural environment change around you. Your skills, they didn't change. And I think that might be a very powerful moment for you to realize that you maintain your healthy lifestyle and eating habits 
throughout the whole year, you can do it right now too. Use the skills of planning, pre-planning in advance, in advance, making decisions in advance around food, keeping yourself hydrated, moving, eating your veggies, eating your protein, uh, making a little better decision every time you are um, at a holiday dinner or a similar occasion uh, instead of um, trying to go all or nothing you know i'm not gonna go or i'm not gonna eat anything at all like i'm not gonna try anything zero right don't like this mentality of black and white thinking sabotages us more most more often than not, like most than any other, uh, I'd say, way of thinking, like there is an in-between. You can still try some cake, just have a bite of it. If there are a lot of desserts, um, have a bite of each of it. Um, don't eat the whole piece or load up on it. You know, start with vegetables, start with protein and um, keep eating and try what you want to try in small amounts. You know, there is all this in-between and then move a lot. And yeah, think about it. Holidays, your behavior around holidays, it's very artificial. You still have your skills, so you can do better. I know that. And that was the point of this talk. You have the skills, just use them. Holiday is just another day. And Christmas is just another day. And in some cultures, like my culture, they don't even celebrate that day. For them, 25th of December or 24th of December is just like another day. So if you were to move to Russia, nobody would invite you anywhere and you would have no problems with your healthy eating habits whatsoever. And we also don't have Thanksgiving, so you'd have much easier time <laughs> um, talking yourself um out of eating food on Christmas because there is no Christmas. So anyhow, let's get to the topic of this week. This week we are talking about sleep. We are talking about temperature in sleep. We are talking about sleep hygiene around sleep. We are talking about drinking certain liquids at certain times, not just alcohol and coffee, but also water. We are talking about food and supplements to improve your sleep. So it's all around sleep. And why sleep? Because sleep is everything. It's a foundation of of all of your habits, of your eating habits, of your um, exercise habits. And why is that? It's because also the foundation of your brain health, brain recovery. And who makes all the decisions in your body? Your brain. Your brain has a final decision-making button, so to speak. And so if your brain doesn't work that well because of lack of sleep or uh, bad quality sleep, then you're not going to be making bad, good decisions. And also, like, your blood sugar going to be all over the place. It is also confirmed that when we don't sleep that well, our blood sugar, our hunger levels, our inflammatory markers, uh, our crankiness, like, all of that go south, right? And so we need to master our sleep if we want to master all of our other habits, not just eating, not just exercise, not just lifestyle, but all of the habits in our life that require a little bit more long-term thinking, they're all going to improve with better sleep. So today we are talking about temperature. Temperature is very important for good quality sleep, guys. If you are interested in learning more about it, please check out Matt Walker. He is a PhD professor, I think of neuroscience and sleep or just neuroscience. Um, not sure, but he has best-selling book, one of the most popular and well-written 
books uh, on sleep, why we sleep. So please, please check that out and check out Matt Walker's uh, podcast and also his Instagram. Um, not that much of posting there, but his podcast, I love it. Very short and very to the point about sleep and naps and, and drinking alcohol around uh, sleep and coffee and everything. Bite-sized sleep wisdom. I have no affiliation, but he is the sleep expert to go to. Um, so besides checking out Matt Walker, today we're talking about temperature. And temperature, you can find more details and more studies, again, in Matt Walker's book, Why We Sleep. Here, I'm going to give you the practical takeaway. So temperature of sleep is important. Ideal temperature for sleep uh to fall asleep and to stay asleep is about 68 degrees Fahrenheit or about 18, 20 degrees Celsius. And it is that important that not being hotter than that for sure gonna interrupt your sleep and make you will make you wake up more often and not being able to sleep deeply. That is how temperature is important. Colder might work, and some say it's even better, right? Just use better blankets and not like shivering at night. That's probably also not a good idea. But colder temperature is better than hotter temperature. For me personally, guys, I experimented with that over the course of last week um, quite a few times. So I am in Mexico. It is hot outside. <laughs> if I turn off air conditioner it's getting hot inside too. And so what would happen, uh, I would fall asleep and then I would wake up in like a couple of hours because I'm hot. And I would have to put, turn on air conditioner to get back to sleep. And then I would blissfully sleep through the rest of the night. When I turn on air conditioner right away, I do not wake up. That like, and I did this a couple of times, turning air conditioner on while falling asleep, before falling asleep, and turning it off. And the same thing would happen every single time. And the reason for that is your body uses temperature, the fall of your core body temperature, and the as a result of the fall of the temperature in your outside environment. So the body uses that as one of the cues to put you to sleep and wake you up on time with the sunrise. Because as the sun rises, the temperature also rises and your body, your brain use that clue, um, that signal as a clue to start waking you up. And so there are some smart covers uh, for your mattresses that will change temperature accordingly. So they will make it lower while you sleep. And just before your waking time, the cover will start raise the temperature. And that will make you wake up, believe it or not, guys. And they did a lot of studies on putting people to sleep in costumes with water circulating all around, changing people's body temperature in different parts of the body and setting different temperature. And yeah, temperature has this direct effect on when you go to when you fall asleep and when you wake up, right? I tested it on myself. I tested it on my clients. It's written in the books, guys. If you don't use it, it's your own fault that it affects you in a negative way. And especially if you struggle with sleep, 
please use temperature for good. Now you know how to use it. Um, if you have a more advanced air conditioner, so to speak, you might even set it up with a timer, you know, to um, change the temperature from cold to warmer um, about around the time when you wake up or invest in that uh, smart sleep cover. If you need any recommendations, please um, reach out. I have quite, um, n not a lot, but a couple of good recommendations that um, a lot of people, um, some of my clients absolutely love. So, and the cool thing about those covers, if you sleep with someone uh, in your bed, uh, that cover um, has two sides. So one you can make colder, one you can warmer. Usually women like it a little bit warmer than guys. So just a little bit more information about where sleep tech is uh, at the moment. Um, you know, Aura Ring is great, for example, to track your sleep or other sleep trackers, but they don't change your body temperature. So they give you the information, but it's your responsibility to act on that information, right? And so if, you're, if the quality of your sleep, especially deep sleep, um, is not where you want it to be, then probably look into this other uh, tech, sleep tech, um, solutions that can help you to improve your sleep um, based on science. And temperature is one of those hard um, scientific science-based tools that will change the quality of your sleep. But also you can use your air conditioner. You can keep temperature in your room around uh, 80 to 20 degrees Celsius or 68 uh, degrees Fahrenheit. And, um, you know, here in Mexico, or if you decide to go on vacation to a warmer climate, please turn on air conditioner, uh, especially if you are in a hotel and you don't pay the bills, use it. You know, don't try to like, I don't know, save electricity. A lot of, um, a lot of my friends here, they're like, oh, we need to save on electricity, electric bill, even though they make good money and then they complain about sleep. I'm like, that, this doesn't make any sense. So you suffer and you're trying to save money that you don't even need to save on, trying to save it, compromising your health, your mental performance that earns you a living. Like this does not make any sense whatsoever. But more often than not, it's because of lack of understanding or of science or uh, not trusting it enough because there is so much information that nobody anymore knows what to do with all of this information, right? But here I'm going to give you very simple tools to implement, and these tools are science-based. There is no question about it, that it works, this change in body core temperature, uh, usually triggered by the change in the temperature of your environment, that works. So use it. Again, a couple of solutions. Um, either turn on an on-air conditioner, if it's not cold enough in your room during the night, um, if you're not sure, measure that temperature, purchase, um, you know, some device to measure that temperature, thermometer. And if again, if it's not low enough, then turn on air conditioner or get some sort of cooler. Um, if you like to invest in some smart cover, also reach out. I'm going to give you a couple of advices that might be much better solution for some of you who don't really like air conditioners. And 
that's it for today, guys. That was the practical piece of advice, again, based on real science. If you need more of that science, check out work of Matt Walker and his uh, book, Why We Sleep, um, bestseller, translated into many languages. So check that out. If you need any advice on sleep tech, please reach out. I'm going to give you um, the best tools that I know of and the power, of course, the results are in the action. So take action, change the temperature of your sleep environment. This is what you got to do on Monday. And the rest of the week, we are talking about other tools and tricks and hacks to improve your sleep without any medications. Again, all going to be science-based. Thank you for listening, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Have an awesome week ahead. Stay tuned for more sleep episodes this week. And till next time, don't just eat better, sleep better.